Hi guys, we're your hosts Jillian and Kaylin, and this is Teach Me How to Adult, a podcast on all the things you never learned growing up, like how to buy a home, manage stress, crush your love life, land your dream job, and how to love yourself more, because we could all be a little kinder to ourselves. We're still figuring out how to get our shit together, so we're calling in the experts and the hustlers for some real talk and legit tips on how to live your best life. Adulting isn't easy, but we got you. Hi, friends. Welcome to this week's Quickie, our super fast take on all the adulting things that matter to you. We are languishing, people. Seriously, we are languishing. Like, we are broken inside. And and if you haven't read the New York Times article about languishing and the serious case of the blahs that we're feeling... Get on it because we felt so seen. It literally described everything about how everyone I know is feeling right now. And a big part of languishing is losing your ability to focus and concentrate. And that is why we are here today. That is why we have gathered you all here today. Because even the most motivated people that I know are just struggling to get shit done right now and to just like stay on task. So today we are deep diving into focus and concentration. And right now, if you're like us, it's just really fucking hard to be present and to see things through from start to finish. Just existing is about all that I can manage right now I I seriously do feel like I'm just dragging my way through the days and then wondering where the days went and just doing like the bare minimum for survival and that's not how I want to operate no it's hard I was even chatting with my coworkers about hobbies the other day and just basically what we'd like to do for fun and Everyone was saying that there's like 10 fun things that are on their list that they would like to do, like start a new workout, start macrame, like Mm. anything fun, but they just don't have the energy or like physical capability to do it because you just can't focus on anything other than Netflix or like doom scrolling through Instagram. It's crazy. And even like with Netflix, I can't even sit through a full show and give it my undivided attention without simultaneously like scrolling through my phone or doing chores in the background and multitasking. I literally cannot just do one thing at a time and just sit with it and enjoy it. Yeah. I don't remember the last time I saw a movie without also watching my phone. (laughs) Yeah. And now we will queue up our big device while we look at our small device. (laughs) Right? Like after closing our medium device for the day. Like it's so stupid. Anyways, we are here to help everybody get out of their crappy focus ruts because we need this advice more than anyone. Even with this episode, we were supposed to record this an hour and 10 minutes ago, but (laughs) we were. We couldn't focus. So there you go. We have not been able to get on task for the past hour and 10 minutes. (laughs) But it's okay because we are coming at you with some science backed solutions and some things that do actually really help us when we are trying to focus. Okay, let's start off by talking about multitasking. And this is going to be a hard one for me because I. Like I've always prided myself on being a multitasker and almost like Mm -hmm. worn it like a badge of honor. But then I wonder why I can't remember what the fuck I did 10 minutes ago. And that's because I wasn't (laughs) paying attention because I was doing three things at once. So is it really effective? Is it? The jury's out. Is it? The jury's actually in. It's not. The jury's in. It's not. Yeah. It's not. And James Clear nailed it. James Clear is an amazing author and researcher, talks about habit building a lot. He wrote Atomic Habits. Um, And he said that humans are totally capable of doing two things at the same time like hello Netflix and Instagram but it's impossible for us to actually concentrate on two tasks at the same time so the problem Mm -hmm. with multitasking is that it forces your brain to switch your focus back and forth very quickly from one task to another and unfortunately for us humans our brains just can't transition that seamlessly 
So a study in the International Journal of Information Management found that the typical person checks email once every five minutes and that on average it takes 64 seconds to then resume the previous task after checking your email. And that was wow. a study from 2003. So it has definitely quadrupled by 2021. For sure. I'd probably check it every 30 seconds compulsively. And then Instagram. And then like the weather app. And then probably Waze. <laughs> just, just to see what the traffic's like out there. Just, just to see. Just to know. Let's talk about some antidotes to this and how we can seriously improve on our concentration. So first things first, set some boundaries with your phone to help combat that constant multitasking. Even when I'm in full focus mode, I can't tell you how many times I unlock my phone, open up a social media app, refresh it for no reason at all, even when I'm in the middle of doing something important, and then get distracted for a few minutes, forget why I opened my phone, and then I'm trying (laughs) to get back into the zone and trying to get back into focus mode, and then I repeat it all over again. Okay, I do that too. I'm really glad you're bringing this to light. Apparently your phone or there's an app or there's something on your some phones that can track your pickup rate, how many times you just pick up your phone and then how many times you unlock your phone. And it is shocking. Putting my phone on airplane mode is really helpful, especially when I need to focus on like a meeting or some sort of task that I've got. But to your point, you could set screen limits if your phone has an app that lets you do that or literally go old school and do what Gabe and I did a couple months ago and implement a no device zone. And like Mm -hmm. there's no phone in that area. If that's the, the living room where you're working, put it away. Love that. I need to do that. Another thing you can do is make proper to-do lists. So we have a whole episode on to-do lists that's super helpful. So check it out, episode 32, for all of the tips. But essentially, all it means is just getting ruthless about what you're focusing on. So don't have competing goals or competing tasks that are going to draw your concentration away from what you actually need to get done. And you kind of have to make those decisions on what you want to hone in on. So your to-do list is essentially going to narrow down your focus on the most important and most urgent thing. And then you just got to take it one task, one step, one hour at a time. Another thing that's really, really helped us is batching similar types of work together. So I find Mm -hmm. like in my day and, and with my type of work, like I will often have to jump all over the place between a lot of different types of tasks. And that's such a hindrance to productivity. So you're going from like building web posts and coding to then like writing an article to then editing an article to then working on the podcast. You could be like styling and storyboarding a photo shoot. Then you could be invoicing. So you're switching focus and gears so many times that your mind never really gets to like acclimatize to a creative Mm. mode or like a numbers finance mode. Because once you get in the groove, I mean, I'm not a an organized person as Kaylin is well aware but once I start actually tracking like costs or tracking invoices or doing something I've been putting off for a while like I can start to actually groove and be like wow this really isn't that bad and that's because I carved out that hour and a half to do it and then you get in the groove and then you're going and it's not so bad we have found that we've been so much more focused and productive in our podcast work when we time box and Mm. batch similar tasks together in that time. So we'll do all of our social planning in one session, like all of our guest research in one session, all of the video recording at once, rather than just trying to do a shit ton of different things in an afternoon. And the next tip that we have is measure your progress. So often our focus fades because we're just not getting any feedback on if we're Mm -hmm. progressing. And we're all hardwired to want to know if we're making progress with our goals. We just are. Yeah. But it's straight up impossible to know that without getting any feedback and actually measuring your results. It's so true. Even if you had a goal of like 
I don't know. Let's say you were just doing shit tons of squats and hoping that you could maybe get a bit of a... <laughs> shit ton of squats. <laughs> you just want a rounder booty. You just want a bit of a rounder booty. And you're doing it and you're doing it and you see no results. Like, that's when I would fall off the wagon. And that's when I would just be True. like, well, this isn't working. But if you're tracking and measuring how many you're doing and maybe the frequency and the timing and then also measuring the results, as soon as you start to see improvement either in your strengths yep. or in, like, the actual, like, you're growing your butt, then... That's feedback that's saying, keep going, keep focusing. You got this. You're going to keep going. Measuring is so key. It's so key. That reminds me of that at the beginning of the year, I did a yoga challenge and I had the calendar printed out and seeing like the X's crossed Mm -hmm. out on all the days was so motivating that I I didn't want to miss a day. And then the challenge ended and I haven't done yoga since. (laughs) So, (laughs) Yeah, tracking everything is the key to success just take Peyton Manning as an example so James Clear talks about this in his lessons on habits and Manning is obviously the goat for many reasons but a big factor is that he measures the shit out of everything so he always had proof of whether or not he was making progress and when his results improved it was a clear signal that like that new behavior that new tactic whatever it was it was working so the only way to figure out what works and to keep you motivated and to like focus you on the things that actually yield success and deprioritize the things that aren't really working for you is to measure Be consistent and measure it. Okay, the fifth tip is a hot one. Manage your energy, not your time. Like everybody's always Mm. talking about how you need to manage your time better, but really you got to manage your energy because if a task requires your full attention, then you should be scheduling it for the time of the day when you have all of the energy all of the mental acuity that you need to focus. And some people have like the most creative energy in the morning. I am not those people. Some people have like their best business strategy mindset in the late afternoon. I mean, Kaylin and I, if we record at night, we are basically zombie pumpkins. And we're almost hitting that that point where we turn into a pumpkin right now. Yeah, we've got we're, it, we're nearing it. So <laughs> we're nearing it. Stay tuned. <laughs> but no, we, we know when the best time for us to record is because yeah. it requires a different mindset and a different level of energy than some of our other tasks. So we generally try to schedule according to that. Mm-hmm. So manage and schedule your day based on those energy levels and it'll be a huge game changer in your productivity. Our next tip is managing your health. So your sleep, nutrition, hydration, and exercise. And honestly, every book in all the lands says this. And the more research (laughs) we do for our episodes, these like four things keep coming up. And especially sleep. I feel like sleep is the antidote to all of life. Oh, I hit puberty. Sorry. I feel like sleep is literally, I need to sleep. That's, that's what I need. My body is saying sleep. It is the antidote to all of life's problems, though. It truly is. It truly is. Yeah. Hence why I have so many problems. <laughs> sleep is everything. Sleep sleep is everything. Nutrition is everything. There's like certain foods you can eat, like leafy greens and fatty fish with omega-3s, nuts, like all these things that you can eat mm-hmm. to have a better, healthier life, more focus, all these things. You know. You know. Also water, though. I got to say it. And I'm saying it to me. This is a sign to Jillian to drink some more water because even mild dehydration can impair your mood, memory, critical thinking, brain performance. It's it's a whole thing. Also, physical activity. I have really, really noticed this in my life. When I move first thing in the morning, whether it's a walk or like five minutes of skipping or 
whatever it is, you know, back in the day when you used to do a quick walk of shame and then get home and start your day, (laughs) I just was so much more aware and awake and focused. My energy levels were better. And studies back that up, that daily physical activity can improve your concentration and your attention after just four weeks. And they just like they turn your brain on. So getting the blood flowing Mm -hmm. for 20 minutes, especially earlier in the day, if you can. Such a good way to, you know, reinvigorate life back into your body. (laughs) We were not made to hunch over our laptops for 12 hours a day as we all have been doing. No. And then to move our bodies to the couch where we will sit and hunch for a few more and then go to bed. So, (laughs) oh, it's actually really sad when you put it that way. I know I'm, 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 I'm sad right now. Let's move our bodies, guys. And then moving on to our next tip, nature. And as if we needed another excuse to have more plant babies in our life, there's actual scientific evidence that supports the positive impact of, you know, natural environments around you. Mm -hmm. So there's research that was done in 2014 that found evidence to suggest that plants in office spaces help increase concentration and productivity as well as workplace satisfaction and air quality. Except one place where Kaylin and I worked. Oh, <laughs> because office morale was so bad. The company invested in a lot of plants and the plants were infested with gnats. Oh, and then we yeah. just got dive bombed oh by I gnats about that. every day. Ew, so ew, ew. that wasn't great for focus. But if you have bug free plants, then <laughs> it's really good for you. Or like walking in the forest, oh, all of these things just they're, so they're great things. for the mind. But, I've been yeah. going up on my rooftop for like 10 minutes if I need a little break during the day. And I also find I'm way more creative after. Mm, like if yeah. I'm in a, a writing block or like a creative stump, getting outside for like a hot second really, yeah. really helps. So it's so stimulating. There's like, there's a lot of is. science to back up how even just changing your view or your perspective or something small in your routine can really stimulate your creative energy. Totally. So, yeah. I love that. Moving on to number eight meditation. So the science behind meditation is just insane. Researchers at the Columbia University Medical Center claim that meditating can change the structure and function of the brain through relaxation, which reduces stress, anxiety, and depression. It can increase focus and learning concentration, improve memory and attention span. If anyone watched the uh, Netflix documentary on meditating, like it changes your gray matter and like your brain's elasticity. Like it's so freaking cool. One review of 23 different studies found that, in general, people who've been meditating for just a few months perform better on tasks that test their ability to shut out distractions, while longer-term meditators show a markedly improved ability to maintain focus for especially long periods of time. So if you need a quick body relaxation meditation, we will link our five-minute meditation that we did with Nina Purewall in our show notes. It's great. It's quick. She's fabulous. And that whole episode really backs all of this up and all the benefits. Yeah. And that was one of my favorite episodes. Me too. It's a great one. And then I really want to talk about number nine, Zoom meetings, how to focus on them. Because I was struggling for probably the first year of this quarantine. Mm-hmm. And it's only been like a year and a half. So that's a, that's a significant so portion. Only. But I feel like I've mastered the art of looking alive on Zoom and actually being able to focus. So here are some tips that have helped me. Number one, put your camera on. Like put your camera on because you are so less likely to start daydreaming and dozing off if you know your boss is probably watching you. However, if your camera's on and you find it's distracting you a lot, you can actually turn your camera view off so that you can still see everybody and your camera's still on, but you can't see your face because... 
we all are looking at ourselves like yeah. we are. I, it's not that we're it's human nature. It's just it is. Yeah. I'm like I'm not looking at myself like in, in, in like admiring myself in Zoom. I'm like, no. oh my god, when did that happen to your face? You know, like <laughs> it's very distracting. Happen? Or you're like, this lighting is really bad. Oh, what yeah. do I do? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. You can also go full screen to speaker mode so that you're only concentrating on the person who's talking. Um, I'm just a big snacker, so I always have snacks and like water, a hot drink, and like all these beverages around me before a meeting. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of have like something else to you know, take a break from. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another hot tip, do a quick, like five minute workout to curb boredom and get your heart pumping before a zoom meeting, especially if it's like an hour or two hours, like jumping jacks, do some pushups, just get moving and then put your phone in another room because I do exactly what you do. Open Instagram, refresh, close the app, do it again. Like, what is that? It's, I think it's like a, a weird like nervous habit that humans just have now where we constantly have to be like refreshing apps and seeing if anything new has happened. It's really, it's not good. It's not good. Yeah. It's like your phone away or airplane mode is also what I do a lot. So those are my hot tips for surviving zoom. I will be trying those out. I'd rather light myself on fire than have one more freaking zoom. (laughs) Anyways, here we are. And here we are on zoom. On a happier note, (laughs) tip number 10 is genuinely lovely and that is listen to music not during your zoom but listen to music while you're doing just zone out that just require focus <laughs> and science backs it up because according to a 2007 study from stanford university school of medicine music specifically classic music can help your brain absorb and interpret new information more easily and i find there's only specific kinds of music i can listen to without getting really distracted so more like instrumental chill Mm -hmm. like I will literally just YouTube like study mixes and listen to those or on Spotify and it can't be anything that like I can't listen to Lizzo while I'm trying to focus because I'm just like I'm hyping myself up I'm dancing I'm grooving (laughs) so you kind of got to get in the mode or I sometimes put on like ASMR videos if I really just need something in the background but I can't be distracted and that just like gets me gets me in the zone Mm, that's a good idea too I'm like a bossa nova jazz kind of gal. I have like a jazz cafe YouTube playlist that I love. I'm going to link it because it's it's really good. It's like, it's also perfect for like a Sunday morning. You're making your coffee. You just want like a vibe going on. Yeah. It's a vibe. Love it's nice. that. There you have it, friends. We hope this episode motivates you to get hella focused and just crush everything that you set out for yourself and to concentrate like a boss. No more languishing. You, you got, got this. this. So there you have it, guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you like what you heard today, it would mean the world to us if you would subscribe and leave a comment or a rating. And we'd love it if you would share this with your friends by screenshotting the episode and sharing it on social by tagging at Teach Me How to Adult Podcast and DM us with any topics or guests you'd like to hear on the show. See you next time. Bye. Bye.